It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com, and I always enjoy coming over to Bike Work Beach and Sport at the Queen's Marketplace uh, at Waikoloa Beach Resort on the Kohala Coast. And it's an absolutely beautiful day, and I love getting with Jeff Manzo, who's the manager here, for a whole lot of reasons. Because, I, first of all, I love Jeff's backstory about how he got into involved with bike works. And tell that story a little bit, Jeff. You always were a biker, but you were a chef at the Four Seasons. And yeah. that backstory. Well, yeah, I started working with uh, Grant and Janet and the bike works team in 2010, so a little over six years ago. And, yeah, my background was in food and beverage. I was a chef, you know, uh, here in Hawaii for a few years, uh, like 20 years, actually, and decided to do something different, and now this is what I do. I'm working at Bike Works, selling bikes, and riding bikes, and And bringing people into the sport. That's what's so great. And I love, you know, all of you that work at Bike Works, everybody comes from such different backgrounds. I mean, I walk in the back door, and there's Rich Bell, who's your mechanic. He's got, what, an engineering background. You've got someone new, John uh, Kogan. They call him Rama John from Sedona. I looked up his name in Sedona. He's kind of, you know, the one that put a lot of mountain biking trails on the map in Sedona. And, and, And you have your uniqueness because I... You know, some love to ride with the cycling club. Some love to ride and whatever, cut trails. And you're out there like you you do your own thing on your bikes. I love it. I see you riding up Waikoloa Road because you ride to and from work, right? Yeah, I like to commute. I like to um, make that part of my commute. You try and find time to get a workout. And a commute something that you have to do. So why not turn that into a workout? And I live kind of up kind of a steep hill to Waikoloa Village and uh, I get a really good workout on the way home and coming to work it's kind of fun coming downhill with a trade wind behind my back. And sometimes you use the real fat uh, tire bike that you've got and you use that when you do the fire trail the one that starts up by Hapuna and I've tried, I've run that I haven't been able to bike it, I think I did bike it one time last year uh, but it's a it's a tough one. But I a couple of weeks ago I saw you coming up the hill on Waikoloa Road, and I thought, oh, I should go back and pick them up. And, uh, it was really windy, and so talk a little bit about some of those rides. I, I mean, they, there's some pretty pretty tough winds. Yeah, that you've sometimes had. it gets windy, and you just gotta fight with it and put it in an easier gear. And maybe it's gonna take a little longer to get home when it's windy. But you know, I'm not trying to win any races. I just you know pedal it one lava rock at a time and uh you know i make it home and that's kind of how you do your biking you're out there cut, you're riding on trails and just like that you you just uh you work it into your day and you use different kinds of bikes and yeah. and i think i saw something recently on uh the bike works beach and sport facebook page or something you were were you at volcano was that it with a certain yeah. kind of bike what was the deal there um that's kind of like a gravel bike it's called a um specialized a wall and that's AWOL stands for Adventure Without Limits. It's set up like a road bike with a slack kind of a geometry and bigger tires. So you can take it on the road and you can take it off road and you can take it down gravel trails. Um, it's kind of a really cool bike that's got racks on it so you can load it up with panniers and stuff. And that's what I did. What we did, my wife and daughter and I, we went to Volcano to check out the lava flow because it just had crossed the road um, and started entering the ocean um, like three days prior to when we went. So we went down there, I loaded up the truck, convinced them that we're going for a ride, and uh, 
I loaded my bike up with water and food and all that, and all they had to do was ride. Um, and it was cool, you know, it was um, down a gravel road that with the county cleared out a few years ago, uh-huh. an, escape, an escape route, um, and that's where the lava crossed. So it's like four and a half miles in, four and a half miles out. But we went in before sunset, and then while we were there, we were kind of scoping the area out, and then the sunset and everything just came to life at that point. Like The lava started to glow, and... Um, I mean, I got pictures, just beautiful, what a nice beautiful. Experience. Yeah. And to do it now, remind me your wife and your daughter's name. I was quite done Marissa. I, used to, I rode in the village rides with you a couple times. Yeah, Marissa's my wife, and uh, Maya is my daughter. And Maya would be how old now? She's fourteen. Oh wow! Okay. She just started high school at Calicay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's I just uh, you know I just love the the way you kind of do your biking and Grant Miller the owner of Bike Works features part with Janet he's he's out there a lot uh, riding with groups he tends to yeah. ride a lot with groups and I saw somebody's video the other day they were up on Mana Road and another one and man they were really trucking <laughs> but it really looked like fun and it's always inspiring to see all the different ways people can use our non motorized uh, trails that that uh, Bike yeah. Works has had a lot to do with cutting a lot of those trails haven't yeah um there are always um people out there um actively trying to to pave new trails not pave them but like like clear out new trails because it's um it's getting better and better and even the road riding is um like Waikoloa Road we were talking about like commuting home and the wind and whatnot they're almost finished with that shoulder, and now there's going to be a nine-foot shoulder going all the way up and all the way down. So let's talk about that a little bit. I've been measuring it each day, and now all of a sudden the equipment isn't out there, but it is going to be finished going both sides. This yeah. is Waikoloa Road from just uh, just north of uh, Waikoloa Beach Resort and up to Waikoloa Village. It's a six-mile hike. It's a wonderful road, and, and boy, that nine-foot wide shoulder is yeah. going to be pretty special. The, um, they finished the upper portion, which from Waikoloa Village to Mamalahoa Highway, all the way up and all the way down, is now safe. It's nine feet on each side. Then coming down from Waikoloa down to the Queen K, they've almost come to the bottom. I think they stalled a little. I think the county workers needed to attend to some other uh, county road improvements or, or like they had a lot of rain recently okay. in Hilo and when when there's repairs that that cuts they got to take the crew that's out here building the shoulders and they're you know go where they're needed but I'm sure they're going to be back in a week or so and continue the cones and stuff are still out there they graded the north side or or the side that's going east Um, um, so it looks like that most dangerous section is going to be done soon. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. And, you know, um, the one ride, ride I haven't taken yet is up near the Vanilla Farm. One of your um, associates, Ian, who used to work with you, Ian, I, what's his last name? Ready Cop. Ready Cop. The, his family started the Vanilla Farm, and mm-hmm. Grant says that's one of his favorite bike rides up there near the Vanilla Farm. Yeah, it's really good up there. Um, yeah, in Powilo Malka. Okay. Um, if you go from the um, Waimea side, the old Mamalahoa Highway, it's really a beautiful road. And then those roads kind of go up into Ahualoa um, and Powilo Malka. And it's real pretty up there, and it's a little cooler. Sometimes oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. sometimes there's a little mist in the air because um, it is kind of the wet side. Um, 
But, yeah, there's beautiful riding up there. And the great thing about it is you stop in at Bike Works Beach and Sport at Queen's Marketplace uh, here at Wyclow Beach Resort or Bike Works Kona. You know, if you're a visitor or local or like myself who doesn't know a lot of the trails and stuff, they, they're always helpful. And I have a nice story to, to share. I was in Detroit last week talking with a journalist there who had, had done a nice story on my history in Detroit, and he's a mountain biker. And... And he was pretty excited that I was from the Big Island. He said, I got to tell you a story. I was there last February and I got online and I got in touch with Bike Works and said I wanted to go riding. And somebody came and picked me up. And, and he said, I went out and I rode with uh, Grant, uh, uh, Grant Miller, the owner of Bike Works, and Grant uh, Matsutsuge. Matsutsuge, who's been a friend of mine for a long time. I used to play golf with him. But he's, he's really involved with all you guys with uh, cutting trails and mountain biking. In fact, he fixed my my flat tire out at the goat man a couple months ago i had to walk it back off the path and he had a tube and fixed it for me but i thought that was a really nice story i mean he was so effusive about how hospitable everybody was at bike works and you know got them all set up with a bike and everything and and that's what you're here for right yeah i mean we're all about getting people riding because it's what we love and um i think people sometimes get caught up in their lives and maybe haven't ridden a bike since they were a kid and you get them to try a bike and they go for a little test ride and you see you see a big smile come on their face and then they then they can ride and enjoy life and be active and stay healthy um by doing something fun so here at, at bike works and bike works kona you you rent uh, from beach beach cruisers to high-end bikes of course which you'll be running a lot of them out come coming up uh, for the october 10th ironman uh because all the elite riders have discovered that you've got the the elite bikes that they need they bring what their pedals and there are some things but you've you've got it i imagine you've got them all reserved right now but you've got a bike for every level of rider even kids yeah we got um a bike for everybody yeah we and we we do have really nice uh road bikes that we rent um People who are coming for the Ironman World Championships, per se, um, most of them are not renting from us because they're, they've qualified somewhere else. They have, they're so serious into the sport, they're, they're bringing their own bike. Um, but there are so many people on the island, their supporters, their families, their coaches and, and spectators that are going to be here during that time. That's who rents our bikes, and we will be sold out. Um, right now, there's still some bikes available, but it's more than a month away still. Um, it will be uh, probably uh, booking out real quick here. So some of the things coming up. Um, the, one of the ways that you always encourage uh, riders every year is the MS ride, uh, the multiple sclerosis. And you, uh, I saw, I looked something up the other day, that BikeWorks was the leading team as far as raising funds at the MS ride. But it was changed from August this year to uh, October 20. What is it? October 28th and 29th? 29th and 30th. Yeah, 29th. Yeah. So it's, uh, you've got it down pretty good now. You know, you get your team, and, but anybody can join the team. And yeah. people love the shirts you give out as a member of the team. But you, you seem to have a pretty sizable team last year. And uh, talk a little bit. Don't have to be a, a serious rider. It's a nice way for people to get introduced to recreational riding even. Yeah, it's um, it's a good event. It raised money for a good cause and the money stays in Hawaii for uh, to to find uh, ways to get rid of uh, MS and um, 
and anybody can do it. Um, you can. They're gonna this year. They're gonna have different distances, so you could turn around early. You don't have to do the whole thing. Um, you don't have to do the whole thing to have fun. I mean, you can you can do what you feel comfortable with. Um, but it's a great event. Um, each rider should raise three hundred dollars, um, and that's pretty easy to do nowadays with Facebook and you know that kind of networking people are always willing to sponsor you for um for a good benefit in that cause and if they want to be on the bike works team just stop in at either of the bike works yeah um i I, this this is a good reminder i need to start getting this together and uh you know getting familiar with the website and all that again because it is coming up it's september it's the beginning of september now and this will be happening in the end of october october so. 29th and 30th yeah, yeah so um we're talking in less than two months so yeah so, starts at a bay starts right out here at waikoloa beach resort and uh they've got special rates at the hilton waikoloa village really well organized plenty of stops along the way and support if your bike needs some mechanical work so uh it's always nice to see each year how your team grows. Yeah. <laughs> it gets bigger and, and more enthusiastic, and you keep raising more money than anybody else. Other things That's that uh, BikeWorks has been involved in, um, you know, the Daniel Sarah Foundation Dinner is, is going on, and, of course, they raise funds all year round for the for the um, uh, rescue, the Hawaii County Fire Department and Rescue Squad, and one of the things that BikeWorks was uh, really instrumental in doing was raising enough money that they could get the the speaker system down at Kahalu Beach. Hmm. And uh, that came from the Cinco de Mayo race that Bike Works uh, put on. So that was a pretty nice thing. That money was donated to Daniel Sarah Foundation. And then in turn, they bought the the uh, loudspeaker the so that they don't have to use bullhorns right. down at Kahalu Beach. So that's pretty cool. So there's, yeah, so many things that Bike Works has, has done. But you're also really involved, I'm sure, in the uh, the path run coming up October 2nd at Holly Halavai. You've got the entry forms for that? Um, we don't have them yet, but we're going to have them. Yeah. So that, that's going to be on October 2nd, Holly Halavai. That's the Sunday before the, the Ironman race. That used to be the safety lane run. I remember 30 years ago we suggested they put that the week before Ironman, and they would get all those people that are visiting to come to the Ironman. But, uh, yeah, Grant and Janet have been longtime supporters of PATH, People's Advocacy for Trails Hawaii, uh, which is about setting up trails for non-motorizers, for, uh, you know, dog walkers, for skateboarders, for bicyclists, for hikers, uh, just all kinds of things that uh, PATH does. But the safety uh, classes and stuff... Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, they're going into the schools and they're teaching kids how to how to ride bikes. Um, Rich and Ellie do that. Um, they volunteer and go to the different schools, and and it's cool. They um, they're bringing awareness of uh, you know healthy activities um, and and promoting uh, and and building more trails around the island, which is good. So, um, Malik. Mariano? Malik. Malik. Yeah. Mariano? 
Yes. Malik, uh, I just I loved how you all gave him so much support over the last couple of years. I, I always uh, he did some you know pretty ambitious uh, competitive rides this summer. He's off to college now, but um, I always loved the story when I asked him once how he got into biking. He said he he didn't make the soccer team, <laughs> yeah. so he joined the triathlon club. And then he didn't like swimming or or the running. He got into biking, and and in a couple of short years, and a lot of it really you had to give a lot of credit to bike works and all of you giving him so much support and in his competitive riding and just encouraging him he worked at bike works he learned a lot and i i just it was amazing to watch how he developed in the last couple of years uh, his confidence and everything so he's off to school now i'll be talking to him later but a uh, little bit on on how he his summer and his competitive summer he rode in the sea to stars race and uh, I, he didn't ride in the sea to stars okay. his brother did um he had a few unfortunate uh, incidents um, in the summer where he crashed in um, some of the qualifying races on the mainland, and uh, he broke his wrist. Oh. Um, and then there were some complications with that where he needed to get um, further surgeries to oh, bolt it back together. Was it a good summer for him? I mean, that's kind of discouraging, uh, he, I bet. But. It was very, uh, he learned a lot. Uh, it was very educational for him, very eye-opening. Um, he's not giving up on cycling, but he had to take a little break to let his body heal. Um, his brother, his younger brother, is like two years younger, I believe, did see the stars and completed it. Um, so he did a really good job and Malik was out there supporting him, um, so it was really cool to see the, you know, him come together with his family and, you know, support his brother, even though he really wanted to win that race. I'm sure he did. He's, yeah. he's a pretty competitive guy. So um, I did see a little video that he did where he was wearing the new um, snorkel mask yeah. that I've been re- hearing a lot about, and you've got some things on the, the Facebook page where the guy from that actually invented it. And yep. so, you know, from someone who doesn't snorkel a lot, because I've just never really enjoyed it that much, but mm-hmm. maybe the whole idea in this mask, you can actually breathe through your nose. So even if you're swimming, you could be out there and just, mm-hmm. just talk a little bit about that new mask. Well, it's cool. Um, it's called the Aria. It's made by Ocean Reef. And it is, uh, it's different from a traditional snorkel in that you don't have to put a snorkel in your mouth um, to breathe. Um, the the mask goes over your whole face, um, and there's a breathing apparatus that goes over your nose and your mouth. It's soft and like silicon material, um, but allows you to breathe like you normally breathe through your nose and or your mouth at the same time. Um, and it allows you to enjoy the snorkeling experience a little better without having to try to learn to just breathe through your mouth or have that claustrophobic kind of feeling. Well, the mask covers so much of your face and you have much bigger viewing area. I just yeah. feel like it would be more comfortable to just get in the water and you can start swimming whether you're snorkeling or not, you know. You can see more um, and the, um, the mask won't fog up because when you take your breath, the way the air comes in, it defogs it and and keep completely isolates the breathing part from your from your mask. Is, is it a hard one to get people to try out? No, it's pretty easy. There's there's two main sizes, and then there's an extra small for kids. So um, it's um, it's pretty easy. You just gotta size it, and it's all based on like the bridge of your nose to your chin, um, and how far apart that is, and that's that's where the breathing um, seal 
um, goes. So you want you want a good seal where you're breathing in and out. So, yeah. so um, Jeff Manzo, we're talking with, who's the manager at BikeWorks Beach and Sport here at Queens Marketplace on the Kohala Coast at Waikoloa Beach Resort. You know, when I, we were just in the store a few minutes ago, I was watching, you know, a couple of people came in and they were looking at shoes. It's so easy to assume that everything that you do is more tailored towards triathlon and things like that. But you really get a lot of just recreational athletes that come in. So let's talk a little bit about the store and just reminding people that it's from, you know, all areas of sport, not just biking. Yeah, um, we're swim, bike, run and more, um, you know, the snorkeling. Like we just said, um, yeah, we sell tons of running shoes, and not just to people who are runners, people who are just out there that are walking, hiking, um, jogging. Um, the Hoka 1-1 is a brand of shoe that, that we've been carrying that seems to be really taking off um, in, the, in the running shoe industry. Um, it's really cushioned shoe. It's got a very minimalist drop. It promotes people to to run the proper way and it protects your body protects your knees and your shins and joints from typical um, runners injuries um, because of all the cushion um, and they're really light so they're, they're you know that that's one thing that we um, you know we we sell a lot of the you know the ufos the the really comfortable recovery sandals we've got those in lots of different colors Hydro flasks is another pro- product that you must seems have to the be. the largest supply of hydro flasks yeah. on the island. You have a ton of them. We've got a lot of the hydro flasks. And we and s- aren't they them. wonderful? I mean, yeah. I I've got one that I I didn't use it for the longest time, but once you start using one, and let's talk about what they are for those that don't know. Yeah, it's basically a bottle within a bottle, and um, the area between the two bottles is is vacuum, so there's no there's no air or water or anything to transmit, uh, you know, temperature change. Um, and they're made of uh, stainless steel, kitchen-grade stainless steel. So they're, they're going to last virtually forever if you don't lose it. Um, and they keep your water cold for, like, all day long. Absolutely. You can put ice in there and that, you know, <coughs> come at nighttime it's still... It's amazing, and it keeps hot beverage hot. Yeah. So it's pretty you can amazing. Have your coffee be hot. Everybody should have a hydro flask. So, yeah. um, thoughts, other things that you might want to, you know, just put out there to the people that are, you know, you've got the community bike rides every Tuesday, eight thirty. Yeah, we're still doing our Tuesday morning bike ride, and we meet behind the shop in the parking lot at eight fifteen. We're rolling out at eight thirty. Everybody's welcome to come along. You just need. Um, you know, a competent road bike and um, and oh, to wear a helmet and, you know, be ready to ride. About 30 miles is what we do, but it's an out and back, and you could You're turn back. Or, uh, Ka'u Bay or, or Usually we're going to Kua Bay. Kua Bay? Yeah. Sometimes we'll head up north if it's not too windy. Uh-huh. But um, usually we'll go down to Kua Bay and back. But you can always turn back at the scenic point, or you could turn back at Four Seasons. Um, if you wanted to, you know, custom tailor a distance for you. And you mentioned earlier um, Ellie Sumac, who works with you, but she's doing an awful lot with the lava kits. Yes. So I see a lot of that information is also on the Bike Works Facebook page, I think. I, I saw some of that. Yeah. So lava kits, you know, what a wonderful program that's been over the last year. Really 
accelerated what they're doing, monthly events, and doing a great job yeah, getting it out to their kids. So that the kids are learning to engage in triathlon and running and everything yeah, with a playful spirit. That's what I like about it. Definitely. Yeah. Well, it, it's. I think they, they're putting out more of the playful spirit than the competitive spirit, which I think at a young age is a, a nice approach. Yeah, it's important. You want to, um, first and for, foremost, have, have the kids having fun um, and not turn it into, uh, you know, something that's stressful so <laughs> speaking of that so jeff are you riding as much as you would like to be riding are you getting out there yeah. and yeah yeah i ride um i ride as much as i can i do that tuesday ride every week uh-huh. and i could i do like i said on a road I, bike or a mountain bike on a mountain bike uh-huh. um and then most of my the rest of the riding is like commuting or just cruising around the village or something like that um you know life Life ties you up with lots of other things too, uh-huh. so you got to have a balance. Well, you seem to do it, and you've always got a nice, uh, cheerful spirit when you come into the Bike Works Beach and Sport here in the Queens Marketplace. We're sitting outside, and isn't it great how many tables and chairs are out here? Yeah, Which nice. is only indicative of how much they needed it. How many people are using the food court that you're right next door to? And they're putting a movie theater in. And I saw that, and then uh, at the center court always has something going on, and and the. The concerts out in the uh, the Queens Bowl or the Waikoloa Bowl and everything. That's just Queens Queens Marketplace, the gathering spot of the Kohala Coast, no doubt. Yeah. And Bikeworks Features Sport is right here near Center Court. And what a wonderful addition it's been to the to the Kohala Coast, really. I mean, you just uh, brought brought uh, a whole new element to recreation because I've been involved in the resorts for many years and there weren't people walking on Waikolo Beach Resort years ago. They weren't doing any activity from one place to the next. So it's really nice to see what Bike Works Beach and Sport has done. And how many years has it been? Six and a half. Six and a half years. Well, Jeff Manzo, the manager of Bike Works Beach and Sport, always a pleasure to chat with you. Maybe uh, we'll go in and chat with, uh, you've got a a new staff member from Sedona. Talk a little bit about, what's his name, John? John, Ramajan. Yeah, Ramajan is what he goes by, but his name is John Kogan. He's from Sedona. He lived out here back in the early 80s and um, always kind of aspired to come back to Hawaii. And uh, he went to the mainland, he had a bike shop, he kind of did a lot of different things, was very into mountain biking in Sedona, and he finally worked his way back to the big island. Well, he obviously was uh, not idle while he was in Sedona, because I looked up his name, and you mentioned that he'd done a lot with biking in Sedona. He has a book he wrote, The Rise of the the Gnarly Crew, but they say that uh, they were really involved in getting, creating the mountain bike trails in Sedona for originally mountain bikes weren't allowed out on the walking trails or something, but just trying right. to find some way to coexist with the, the park service and everything, so yeah. we'll have to chat a little bit, I'm sure yeah, that there's some, yeah, and I think that, you know, people don't realize that all these things evolve, somebody has to do them, you know, that exactly. watching Grant do it for so many years, both Grants and Jeff Mc, uh, McDevitt, yeah. uh, you know, tremendous volunteers for, have never stopped uh, creating trails for all of us to use. Yeah. You know, so it's pretty neat. Well, it's always nice to see you, Jeff. Yeah, thanks for stopping by, Emily. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So, Ramadan. (laughs) Jeff was just telling me that you used to live on the Big Island. You know, I lived in the Big Island in the 80s. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, it was really enjoyable. I lived in the Captain Cook area and uh, ran a food cooperative. Things were a little bit different in those days. Yes, I always got here in the 80s, so... 
We were we were actually making some of the first mountain bikes uh, out of just junk bikes and welding okay. them together. So had Grant opened his little kiosk yet in the, down in the Conan Marketplace? He's been about 27 years, I think. You know, I think he opened in 89. Okay. Which is actually the same year I opened my bike shop. In Sedona? In Sedona. And, and people don't realize, I mean, mountain bikes were, you know, at that time people would look at them like, what is that? You know, where do you ride that, right? No, Nobody, mountain bikes were not a part of the mainstream uh, biking community. You know, they weren't at that point, although uh, early production started in about 83. I just recently uh, found a 1986 specialized rock hopper, all original. Uh-huh. And uh, but mountain bikes were kind of the the orphan stepchild of biking back in those days. So when you moved to Sedona, I mean, I looked up in the, the book that you wrote, and you seem to be uh, one of the real pioneers as far as finding a way that mountain biking could exist with the natural with the with the park, mm-hmm. the parks, uh, the, the national parks. And um, I mean, it's easy to think it all just happened, but it didn't, right? Talk a little bit about that Well, you know, when I, when I did start the uh, Mountain Bike Heaven in 1989, um, mountain biking hadn't really taken off in Sedona. There was a huge opportunity because there were cattle trails, Indian trails, horse trails, um, and, you know, some hiking trails, but nobody had really gotten there yet. And uh, so we laid down uh, the trails. We just would follow horse trails. And, you know, with a group of people, uh, a mountain bike trail came about rather quickly. And with some resistance from people that were walkers and dog walkers and other things? So did you have to find some way to coexist in those early days? In the early days, there was no one out. We were really the only ones Uh that were creating any kind of distance from you know, the parking lots and stuff like that. As mountain biking grew, on the other hand, then there started to be more resistance. And, uh, you know, we've, uh, in Sedona, things worked out well. You know, the Forest Service finally uh, came on board and started adopting many of the trails that were laid down in the early days. And it's a great place at this point in time. I I made my first trip to Sedona last year. I went to do the um, uh, hiking trip down in Grand Canyon and Havasusa Falls. Went down there for a few days, and and but spent a few days in Sedona first, and I loved it. We didn't uh, a bike, but we did a lot of hiking, and it's a wonderful community. I mean, it's it's a busy community. It is. It's uh it's grown and grown. I think that over the years, you know, the mix of people have ch- has changed, and uh, you know now there's a lot more tourism and less people buying new homes. But back 10 years ago, new homes were driving the economy. And, and I don't know if you uh, looked at my book or not, but there is an episode adventure called the Sedona Five where we did ride our bikes down into the Grand Canyon. Oh, wow. I didn't look at the book. I just you know, scanned over what it, they had to say about it. It was uh, it was an adventure. It was when the uh, the government was closed back in '98 or something like that. So the like same that. trail that we would have taken to walk down, you the, took your bikes down. We did. We went down North Kaibab Trail. Oh my and gosh! We didn't uh, we didn't get to ride our bikes out. We got arrested, and it was a 
a marvelous experience. We got a helicopter ride out at sunset, which is something that you cannot purchase. <laughs> and tell me, tell me this. I did see a, a thing that was called Hog Heaven or something. Mm-hmm. Was that you riding on that? I mean, I can't believe the trail right along the edge of the mountain. I mean, you guys are pretty adventuresome. <laughs> You know, there is something called extreme mountain biking, and we were part of that. Uh, that's probably not me, uh, but one of my friends. Uh-huh. Uh, I do ride that trail a lot. That's a beautiful right. trail, and one of my good friends actually put it in, and it was uh, an amazing experience. Well, to tell you, just watching it on uh, YouTube, I think it was, it was pretty amazing. So you're back in Hawaii, and how are you feeling about the evolution of, of biking in the community and what BikeWorks has done in terms of, of turning a lot of maybe sedentary people into recreational you know know, I am a pro bike and I am bikes for people Um, sometimes bike shops lose sight of that and they're more involved with the high end of biking Uh but I think that uh, Grant and Jeff and have uh, got a good mix going and we do sell a lot of bikes to uh, recreational riders. Well, I is one of those, you know, and I've been loyal to Bike Works because of that. They, they, you know, they talk to you at the level that you that you ride at, and, mm-hmm. and it's really, I think, uh, one of the the attractions of what Bike Works and Bike Works Kona has done over the years is they haven't gotten the lead on us, you know. Although they are, they have a reputation to be able to handle those demands as well. But everything they do from the Tuesday bike rides to all the uh, charity events they put on to the sunset run, the everything is really caters to the recreational athlete. You know, it's a marvelous uh, group of people. Uh, I think bikers, uh, wherever you are, there's a little community that grows up, and it's it's like family. And that's uh, my next book is called Why We Ride, The F-Words of Biking, Starting with Freedom and Ending with Fulfillment. I love it. That's great. (laughs) And talk a little bit about some of your coworkers. Tiara, you're working with today. And, of course, uh, Rich Bell, you were back there working with him, fixing bikes. And uh, that's probably in your DNA, huh? Mm -hmm. You know, it is. I was away from bikes for five years. I was running a publishing, a book publishing company. So I went from bike riding to book riding a couple of letters changed and I didn't realize how much I missed it I love working with my hands Um, I just love bikes and the group of people that we have here are all bike people what brought you back to the big island just wanting to be back here I've been a part-timer for the last five or six years and my trips were getting to be three months on three months off okay and this is such a great story when I quit my job, within an hour, uh, BikeWorks called and said they had a job for me. When you quit from the publishing company? Yeah. And I had sent her in a resume, but hadn't heard one way or the other. It was about three weeks before, and it wasn't until I quit that job and they called within an hour. Cool. And I knew it was time to come back. Okay, well, welcome back to the Big Island. It's going to be fun to, to get to know you in Bike Works, and I'm sure they're happy to have someone who has some history of the Big Island as well as history of uh, what it takes to, to grow the sport. You know, I feel at home here. I've been in the shop many times, and it felt a lot like my old bike shop. So when the opportunity uh, came about, I jumped on it. What was the name of your bike shop in Sedona? Mountain Bike Heaven. Okay, and uh, do they call you Rama John? They do. Rama John, that's wonderful. uh, I was uh, thinking about publishing my book under my real name, and then I, I dawned on me that if I did that, no one would know who wrote it. Okay, and your real name is John... John Kogan. Kogan, okay. 
All right. Well, Rama John, nice to meet you, and uh, look forward to getting to, to get out on a bike ride with you or something. Sounds All good. Right, great. Thank you. It's the Emily T. Gale Show, ESPNHawaii.com. That was Rama John, one of the the new uh, associates here at uh, BikeWorks Beach and Sport, one of the new playful associates. They're all great in here, encouraging us all to get on our bikes or take a run or whatever it is we do. <laughs> so now we've got Tiara. She's bringing, right, Tiara? Tiari. Tiari, yeah. which means what? What does Tiari mean? Tiari is a Tahitian flower. It's a gardenia. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love gardenias. I usually pick one off right outside the uh, the bush right outside my door every day. Yeah, they're all over wonderful. the mall here. So you're um, here at BikeWorks. You're walking in the rental bikes. Mm-hmm. And every day you put these out. And every day a lot of rental bikes go out. And people enjoy riding around our Big Island community. And including the Tuesday morning bike rides. But give us a little background. Uh, your background, how you got involved with BikeWorks. What's your last name? Uh, my last name's Speechens. And um, I actually just came in. Um, I have a lot of retail experience. And the boys have been patient enough to teach me things about bikes. Uh-huh. And so um, I've been here for a year now, a little bit more knowledgeable on bikes and racing and stuff Were like you that. Were an athlete and you know, had a sport of choice that you liked? Um, so you... Yeah, so I, I played soccer my whole life, oh, and okay. so that's kind of what I did. Um, and cross country just because it was, you know, there was so much uh, running involved uh-huh. in soccer that it was required. But besides that, that's about all that I had. Uh, uh, where'd you go to school? I went to Honoka. Honoka, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, did a good soccer team, huh? Yeah, we did when I was in school, okay. definitely, yeah. And did they win the boys last year or something, the championship? You know, I haven't I kept tabs. Is, what yeah. year, so you're, when you guys um, played? You I would have good... graduated in 08. Okay. And so um, I stopped going to school in 2006 and went to UH instead. Uh-huh. And so I never graduated from Honoka. I just went there for a little bit okay. and um, got impatient, and so I just started going to college. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody can do that. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, biking, have you gotten into biking? Um, yeah, yeah. So I have a couple of bikes at home. I have a specialized Crossroads and I have a specialized Ruby. So I have a so nicer you've learned road bike a lot. as well. Here's yeah, yeah. Teaching you. Your retail background, where, where was that? Um, I've worked here. I've worked at Honolulu Surf across the way, um, okay. PacSun next door, local motion. And um, I spent a lot of time at the Honoka People's Theater. I was a manager there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. The People's Theater has done so much. Haven't they refurbished now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, my dad and Tom Keeney are best friends. Okay. And so um, he did a lot of the refurbishing with him. Yeah. And so they worked there, and then I followed in their footsteps as well. Well, I think what I mentioned to you was when I brought my bike in a couple months ago for something, and I, I did a couple little details on it, and you had... You had written those details down. I said, oh, yeah. she's a detail person. <laughs> yeah, All those definitely. Got done, there was no doubt. That well, was, I didn't want him to slip over anything great. or anything, so, you know, and I wanted to make sure that, you know. It's fun to see your you know. enthusiasm every time I come in, you know. it's uh, You know, there's always such an electing group of people working at Bike Works yeah. from all different backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, we all came from somewhere different, yeah. but it's a good team that we have going here. Um, some changes here and there, but definitely a strong, cool. strong team. Well, thanks for taking a few moments to chat with me here no on the Emily T. Gale Show, ESPNHawaii.com. Another event that we did not mention, uh, Jeff and I, Jeff Man- uh, Manzo, the general manager of Bike Works Beach and Sport at the Queen's Marketplace, is they are involved in the Waimea Keiki Bike Fest. It's Sunday, October 30th at Honor Ranch Heritage Center. And a lot of kids trail run, path, bike, rodeo, strider, keiki races, Halloween pumpkin hunt. 
wear your favorite Halloween costume and uh, presented by Big Island Bike Tours, but obviously Bike Works is very involved and helping promote that. Saw something in West Hawaii today. And um, also that the thing that we mentioned about the uh, – the money's raised at the Cinco de Mayo charity swim. It was just to fund, you know, sum it up. It was gifted to the Daniel Sarah Memorial Foundation, and it funded a long-distance communication speaker system at Kahalu Beach. So it will help increase water safety for swimmers, surfers, and snokers. So once again, bike words doing great things. And uh, since we're talking about Waikoloa Beach Resort, I am going to stay focused on Waikoloa Beach Resort. You know, for as long as I've been on the island, Big Island, I've done projects with Waikoloa Beach Resort going back before the King Shops was even built. But I did PR for the King Shops. I think I was their first PR person and created a lot of the local events. I was a great believer that we create events for the locals and then that in turn would would a ripple effect would be that the visitors would find out. And I kind of learned that from my experiences having retail stores in downtown Detroit. But I feel like I've uh, been able to do an awful lot of contributing to the spirit at Waikoloa Beach Resort, and uh, it is a master plan community, and I've done a lot of events with the golf course, was involved as a co-creator of Dolphin Days years ago, celebrity event we had in celebration of the Dolphins' first birthdays. That's a whole other story. But i also reading the wonderful stories in the, in the paper today about the uh, Queen Lilio Kalani long-distance canoe race in Kailua Pier, I mean, that's uh, Waikoloa Beach Resort is where the Waikoloa Canoe Club headquarters, and they give recreational rides and paddles or, or you know, experiences in the canoe, and it's uh, the club is, is very uh, active in the Mokuo Hawaii uh, regatta season and in long-distance uh, paddling, of course, paddling the state sport. So, Waikoloa Beach Resort in so many ways showcases everything that is wonderful about living on the Big Island. I'm just looking at their newsletter, and I want to encourage people to go to their website and sign up for their newsletter. But talking about all the events coming on, you know, they had the Hawaiian Range at Hilton Waikoloa Village, the Pokey Contest coming up, the Beach Boys Concert, uh, Movies Under the Stars. This is the last newsletter. Headliner Fridays at Lava Lava Beach Club. How can you, the, Eric Von Platten, and the, the uh, owners of Huggos have the Lava Lava Beach Club out at Anaho'omalu Bay. And uh, Headliner Fridays with John Cruz, Henry Capono, and Brother Nolan. What a, you know, wonderful lineup. And if people find their way there, it's a wonderful addition to the Waikoloa. Beach Resort, as is the Queen's Marketplace and all their activities at Center Court, which is where Bike Works is, and both Waikoloa Beach Resort and um, Bike Works, longtime friends in many ways and supporters of the Emily T. Gale Show. And at Waikoloa Beach and King's Golf Course, Family Golf Days. They're continuing it into the fall, and it is Cakey Play. It's nine holes after 3 p.m., space available, Cakey Play. uh, uh, Let's see. Cakey Play for $25 with complimentary junior rental clubs, and the adult plays for $50 and uh, just $25 for the rental clubs. Been a real hit. Used to just be a seasonal thing. Now they're doing it all the time, and it's so fun to see the families out there having fun. Nine holes is just enough that for the kids and for the parents to be playing golf and have that wonderful experience of having played golf in, in Hawaii. And they also have a wonderful driving range. You just go out there. That's where I practice a lot. It's also where I meet a lot of members of the King's Club, 
Club, which is for those who are owners at Waikoloa Beach Resort. Uh, it's a wonderful program for putting your, if, you've, if you rent out your condo or even have a lot of family and friends come visit, there's a lot of amenities being a member of the King's Club that you can avail yourself of. So highly recommend getting in touch with Becky Ryan and find out more about that. Um, you know, having been at the U.S. Amateur last uh, couple weeks ago in Michigan at Oakland Hills, I was reminded of how most of those players came up through a junior golf program. And while I'm constantly in touch with players who have continued their golf, grew up in the Wyclough Junior Golf Program, and maybe gone on to be a play professionally or work in the business, uh, there's other people. And I'd like to kind of I'm just recently realized that Brian Culbertson, who works with his dad, dad has a Wyclough Automotive, I think he grew up in the Wyclough Junior Golf Program, but he is still playing and the qualifying for the U.S. Open, the um, the mid-amateur, and then he, he played in the the Big Island Amateur at Montelani recently. And I just, you know, kudos to people that keep working on their game. I'm one of those people, <laughs> the ups and downs of, you know, wanting to be a better player. And it, it takes a lot. But for him to be working on his game and staying at it to play at that level, to me, is really an indication that, he, he would like to be playing some more golf, and I think there's a lot of uh, uh, juniors and, and players out there that in some way can we can lend our support. You know, just talking about them, introducing your people might help them out, sponsor a tournament, or whatever they're allowed to do as amateurs or even as professionals. Well, Brian is uh, amateur, but uh, gosh, I just I showcase that because the Waikoloa Beach Resort Junior Golf Program has put so many players into the world of golf and over the years. And while they don't have the junior program right now, their family days is just another indication of the way they support junior golf. And college golf coming up will be the Division One tournament coming up in February and the Dennis Rose Invitational uh, this winter, but showcasing the top college players. We've seen them all as they've gone on to the PGA Tour. So uh, just many nice things to say about the, the Waikoloa Beach Resort. A big thanks to them for their support, and um, thanks, everyone, for listening to the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPN, Hawaii.com.